0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ignite Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Mahalski. As an author, speaker, and life coach, I believe in sharing my real-life stories and experiences on what it really takes to achieve success. There are too many amazing people out there giving up just too soon on their dreams. Our mission is to help encourage, support, and inspire you to stay persistent, keep taking action, and believe in your dreams. Our experts are getting real, vulnerable, and being openly honest with you about exactly what they experienced and what it takes to achieve success and the challenges that they faced along the way. We are here to support you in your journey. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest speaker. Trisha Brooke is in the entertainment industry She writes, directs, and choreographs for film, TV, and theater. Tricia has worked on Black Box on ABC, Rescue Me on Fox, and The Affair on Showtime. She's received a Golden Thumb Award from Roger Ebert for her work on John Turturro's Romance and Cigarettes, where she's worked closely with Kate Winslet, Susan Sarandon, Bobby Cannavale, Eddie Izzard, Steve Buscemi, and her dear friend, the late James Gandolfini. She also hosts a podcast called The Big Talk on iTunes, and she is the executive producer of TEDx Lincoln Square in New York. She's written two musicals, a featured film, a short film, a pilot series, and even contributed a chapter to the new book called A Life in Dance. In addition to the showbiz part of Trisha's life, she owns The Big Talk, a company where she applies her expertise to the art of public speaking. Hi, Tricia. It's so great to have you here today. Welcome to the show. Hi, Nicole. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I would love just to jump right in and wondering if you would be able to share maybe um, a significant challenge that you faced on your way to success or some challenges that you did face and really how you were able to overcome them and the lessons that you learned.
1: This is such a broad topic and one that I'm going to try to articulate in a very streamlined way. First of all, I'm glad that you're asking these questions because I think we can all learn from other people's challenges. And one of the first challenges that I had was growing up in a small town. I am from Missouri. I grew up in a very small town. I did not have role models on how to First of all, what success necessarily was or how to achieve success. So I created my own world by saying yes to everything and by envisioning a life for myself. And that is how I overcame the challenge of living in a small town where people get a job at White Castle. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with being a manager working at White Castle, but I wanted to make a difference in other people's lives. And I knew I could do that if I was a performer. So the first way I worked through a challenge of being in a small town was joining a dance studio. And that soon turned into a passion for me, so much so that I went to school for it. And then I moved to New York City alone at 20 to pursue my career in professional modern dance. And the challenges of living in New York City are massive, and they don't let up. It's relentless. You have to pay a lot of rent. There's always noise. It's There's always somebody who's better than you. There's always somebody who's working harder than you. And that, for me, was um, a challenge that I was excited to take on because my passion to pursue my art form overcame any sort of fear or challenge that I had in making it happen. There was no op- option for not having it happen. So I got myself a job waiting tables, and then I started my first business, a fitness company, which still exists today, Brook Moves Elite In-Home Personal Training. And the challenges along the way of pursuing my career in dance in New York City were all about the constant rejection audition after audition after audition all you hear is no and that really taught me that they weren't buying what I was selling so I never allowed that rejection to become personal for me I never allowed it to make me feel badly about myself or to turn it into a downer it was always like okay on to the next one Somebody out there is going to be buying what I'm selling. Somebody out there is going to want Trisha Brooke in their dance company. And of course it happened. And it's because I kept at it. I was relentless in the pursuit of my passion. And I feel like the challenge of continuing to get up, continuing to get on the horse, continuing to push on doors is something we can all learn from and we can all trust that eventually one of those doors is going to open. You just have to keep pushing on them. Mm -hmm. So that was my experience um, with challenges early on in my career in moving to New York City. And then recently I started a podcast, as you know, uh, The Big Talk. That was about a year ago. And I think one of the biggest challenges of, of starting that podcast was I didn't know what I was doing. I learned from the greatest, John Lee Dumas from EO Fire. I took all of his advice, except one piece of advice, which was where to host the platform, where to host the podcast, on what platform. And I went the cheap route, the free route. This was the biggest mistake I made because they held my RSS feed hostage. <laughs> and if I were, wasn't able to get them to give me the RSS feed, I would have to take everything offline, lose all my subscribers, lose all of my reviews, and start from scratch. So that was a big challenge, and I learned really quickly to do some research on what platforms, on – I called people who knew more than me. I started reaching out, and it was such a great lesson because I always ask people who know more than me, But for some reason, I thought this would just be easier, and it wasn't. In the end, it was not easier at all because I had to go through tons of hoops to get this particular platform to let me have my RSS feedback. And once I did, everything went smoothly. But I would suggest when you have a challenge, ask people who are smarter than you for help.
0: That is great advice. and. I can only imagine what that feeling would have been like to have to fight for all that hard work and effort that you've put into building your podcast and the amazing value that I know because I've listened to quite a few episodes that it creates for the audience. That would, that would be definitely a setback for myself if I had to go through that. So I can only imagine what that was like for you and how you have the courage to keep going and really fight for what you wanted and believed in. And then, again, like you said, really go out there and reach out to people that knew more and that might have answers for you on how to achieve that.
1: I love what you said about courage. I think that it's also tenacity. I think if you can combine courage with tenacity, you will always win. And win, by that I mean be internally successful. That is true.
0: I know a lot of times people look for those outside um, ideals of success and those are always great for a little while but if you don't feel successful on the inside I mean I think that's where a lot of our challenges come up is that we're constantly looking for outside sources to fill what we're really wanting on the inside so I love that you said that and really having that inside success.
1: Definitely absolutely.
0: I want to go back to tenacity because that's that's definitely a word that I hear a lot of, and I've had a few questions, um, people ask me the question of exactly what that means. Could you maybe explain to the audience
1: what, what you think tenacity means? For me, tenacity is all about finding the way through to the other side, and it can be different for everybody. It means continuing to push on the doors until one opens. It means being so passionate about your mission that you will not stop until you're on the other side. It means being so excited about getting up every day so you can help people, share your mission, teach people something that can make their lives better that you cannot wait to get out of bed. For me, that's what tenacity means. I love that description. I think that is great. I
0: want to jump back um, to when we first started chatting. And you brought up that growing up in a small town, you didn't have any role models of success. And I think that is an amazing point to bring up because I know that there's a lot of us out there that do grow up in those small towns or, you know, maybe come from just that space where there's not a lot of success out there, for example, for us to follow. How did you really you know, take those steps to find the role models that you were looking for in the areas that you really wanted to go out and achieve success in?
1: I think the first thing that I was able to identify was I didn't fit in the mold of graduate from high school, get a job at a bank get married and have kids, and then go on Disney cruises every summer. And like, I'm, like I said, this is not for me, but it doesn't mean that it's bad or wrong. This was just something that I observed as not feeling right for myself. So I decided to start reading magazines about dancers, and I realized that you could actually have a career as an artist. That was not something that someone shared with me. It was not something that someone told me I could pursue. It was something that I found on my own. So if you are in a small town and the idea of the traditional trajectory doesn't feel right for you, I would suggest go to the library, start reading books by people who inspire you, start looking online to to, for people who can teach you how to pursue excellence in the way that fits you in the way that makes sense to you
0: I like that you brought up and honed in on really making sure that you're finding people that make sense to you and it's a good fit because I think a lot of times sometimes we get caught up in the ideas of everything that we're trying to achieve and we end up adjusting who we are to kind of fit into the mold or what we think is going to work and I know that you talk quite a bit in your podcast about being authentic and I think that's where a lot of people run into a little bit of trouble is that once you're trying to do something a way that really doesn't work for you or you know be more like somebody else that it's just not who you are eventually that causes I think a little bit of Maybe frustration and getting disheartened when you're not seeing the success that you're looking for.
1: I agree completely, Nicole. There are so many challenges that we're going to have to face as entrepreneurs, as women, as human beings in life. So if you are not completely clear on who you are, then you're adding a second challenge, which is juggling who you're trying to be all the time. So I love that you said that. We have to figure out who we are before we can figure out what we can provide our families, our spouses, our our children, our jobs. We have to really really be clear on who we are so that when we have a message, when we share a message, it is on point. And I think many times when speakers come to me specifically, they think they have a message and they begin to share it and it's either vague or watered down and that's because they're not speaking from their point of view they're not speaking based on who they are they're speaking on they're speaking based on who they what they think we want to hear them say and that's not authentic if you are being yourself and speaking directly through your voice, then that message is gonna have passion. It's gonna hit it's gonna hit us hard. So it's really important, I, I remind my speakers of this all the time. Make sure you're being who you are, not who you think we want you to be.
0: I think that's a great point. I know myself, I've been guilty of getting caught up in you know, trying to be or do something that I thought other people wanted me to be. And I mean, at the end of the day, it just didn't work. And I faced so many challenges trying to realize that. So if we can just take that first step and really get clear on who we are and what we want and be able to own that, I think that just makes things so much easier as you head down that path.
1: And You have to get over the fact that people are going to judge you when you're really yourself because they're going to judge you either way. So if you can just trust that being who you are authentically, honestly who you are is the only way and let go of the fear of being judged by being yourself, I think that you will find your trajectory will go up immediately. I absolutely
0: agree. Do you have any tips for the audience on how they can really let go of that, you
1: know, fear of being judged? I think if you can embrace it instead of letting go of it, that might serve you. Just just know that people are going to judge you. No, accept, love it and let it go. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true.
0: I want to jump back a little bit. You know, when you were talking about growing up in a small town and looking for your role models, and you also said that you really started saying yes. Can you share with us what that
1: meant? Absolutely. I often say yes when I don't know how to do something, and then I immediately go do the research because the opportunity might lead me down a path I never knew existed. So I began dancing. And then I decided to go to school for dancing. Uh, I got a Bachelor of Fine Arts from a small women's college in Missouri. And then I moved to New York. I said, yes, I'm going to pursue this career. And then I said, yes, I'm going to wait tables. And then I said, yes, I'm going to start a fitness company. None of this I really knew how to do. But what it did was it kept me moving forward. It kept forward momentum and allowed me to create Um, internal confidence so that any time a potential opportunity provided itself to me or revealed itself to me I knew I could pull it off because I had in the past if I had said no I'm not going to move to New York I'm going to follow the path that so many other people had followed and stay there and uh not pursue my dream I would be so miserable and I might not even know why so I gave myself the opportunity to say yes and embrace the fear of not knowing the answer and do the research and call people who knew more than me so that I could continuously move the story forward
0: I really like how you keep bringing up that you do the research and that you always seek out people that know more than you. Because I know I think that's one of the challenges that I face for sure and a lot of the audience members do. I think sometimes we can get stuck in that fear of not knowing exactly what to do or how we're going to achieve something or on the flip side, really kind of procrastinating and waiting until we think we know everything before getting started. So I love that you really encourage people just to get started to say yes and really go out and do the research and figure out what you need to know and reach out to those people that have done it before.
1: Definitely. So you can be in the process while you're reaching out to people and while you're figuring it out. I think just starting is everything. And you know what? You'll figure it out as you go. And if you don't, who cares? You can make a mistake and fix it. It's all about, like I keep saying, the forward momentum. I think that getting stuck is, is death. So yeah, get out of your own way and just do it. Go for it. Well, I have to ask, has saying yes ever
0: backfired for you?
1: That's a great question. I have said yes to working with somebody who in my gut I knew was not going to end up well. (laughs) But it was such an important project because it was all about um, working with this young woman on a one-woman show about domestic violence. And I I wanted to tell her story, and I wanted – to give her a platform and I wanted to give her a stage and I believed that she deserved to have the story told and it was important to help me tell it and I said yes I will help you work on the show I will write a show for you I will help you produce it and my gut was saying do not do this it's not going to end well and it didn't (laughs) so I think in the future I'm going to say yes to myself and no to people like that
0: I think that is um, a great a great thing to trust your gut or your intuition. But I know for myself, that's one thing that I've struggled with. Even though we know better and we have that feeling, I find sometimes it can be really hard to trust it. Do you have any suggestions or practices that you've developed over um, your years to success that really help you? to just trust your intuition,
1: to trust your gut? I think it's about taking a moment to pause. And I'm working with a speaker right now who's doing uh, TEDx Northeastern about progress and pausing. And I do believe that if you take a moment and just check in with yourself and give yourself the opportunity to really listen to what your heart is telling you, and what your intuition is telling you. Then make the decision. That's, that's something I, I think is really important and something that I often do now. I also know that if I'm pausing and taking that moment to think about is this right? Should I say yes to this? It's important to acknowledge the difference between your gut saying that's a bad idea and your gut saying I'm terrified. So be really clear with what your body is telling you when you pause before you make those decisions. And don't let the fear, don't mistake the fear for your gut telling you it's a bad idea. I think that's another
0: great point because so often I think we do let that fear creep in and really hold us back from the things that would be okay. Do you have a suggestion on how we can, you know, really, figure out if that's our fear talking or if it's our intuition saying no maybe we shouldn't do
1: that. I think we all know the difference. And the fear is, is a crutch that we can say my in, no my guts telling me it's a bad idea. We all know it's the fear. And what I'd like to say about that is who cares if you're scared? What's the worst thing that could happen? And and I don't mean who cares if you're scared like I I respect that we all have the fear. I respect that fear can creep in and can prevent us from from our greatness. But what I want your listeners to be reminded of is that if you make a mistake, you can fix it. Nothing bad is going to happen. If you if you get judged on Facebook for posting a Facebook live for your first time, then those, those haters aren't, aren't your tribe. You are going to find your tribe if you are authentically and fearlessly putting yourself out there. And that's the kind of tribe and those are the kinds of human beings that you want to be connected with. So the fear is going to prevent you from finding those people. Um, and, and once you embrace the judgment of those who are going to judge you, and knowing that they're not your tribe, then it all just lines up.
0: I know for myself, that was definitely one of the biggest fears that I had was actually making a mistake. And I don't know why, but in my mind, I was just so stuck in that. If I made a mistake, it was going to be the end all be all for me and that there would be no way to recover from that. So I'm glad that you touched on that and that you know what, it's okay to make mistakes and we can fix pretty much anything out there.
1: And your supporters are here for you. So if you make a mistake, your supporters are going to lift you up. They're going to bring it to your attention so that you can correct it. They're not going to let you go out there naked and vulnerable and have people throw tomatoes at you. And I'll give you a perfect example. I posted something a long time ago and it was about public speaking, but I forgot the L in the word public. So I posted about pubic speaking, and my dear friend, Petra Kolber, texted me immediately so that I could correct that hilarious and terribly embarrassing mistake. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Your your support system will help you if and when you make mistakes, so just go for it.
0: That is such a great story and example. I know that I have done, you know, made some pretty good errors myself and always had somebody with the best intentions, you know, bring that to my attention so that I could be aware of it and correct it. And it really wasn't as bad as I had made it out to be in my own head that, you know, going through those mistakes were actually ways to help me grow and learn and to really do better and to make sure that I was putting out the best product that I could put out for my audience and deliver the best value. So I've learned to embrace those situations because I know that at the end of the day, they end up teaching me something that I can use to be better next time. Definitely. I will never misspell that word again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience today? I think something that is important to remember is that, impermanence is the only thing we can count on. So if things are bad and you're going through a challenge, tomorrow you might not be. And it's important to remember that there's good and bad and they're all going to coexist. So when you're having a challenge, just know that down the road you're going to be excelling and somebody else is going to be having a challenge. So if we can all accept the the Univers the universality of challenge it creates compassion and empathy so that we can get through it with the support of others
0: i think that is a great great way to look at challenges and just knowing that you know when you reach out you are always supported and your challenges will give you the opportunity to support somebody else too when they're going through them so i love that and I know that you have
1: um, a free download available for the audience. Did you want to share that with them as well? Definitely, Nicole. Thank you. I am, uh, I would love to give your listeners a new free ebook called The Art of the Start. And it's all about how to start that big talk. I know it can be really overwhelming. So, um, I would love for your listeners to be able to download that at theartofthebigtalk.com
0: that is great and i'm sure that they will really enjoy that i know that you deliver such amazing value to your audience members and i've enjoyed many of your resources and you know you have lots of great stuff at trishabrooks.com, and we will have the links available to your website and social media also the big talk nyc.com yeah in the, the description for the go big ahead.
1: The BigTalkNYC.com is where you, you can find me. Trisha Brook uh, website is more for my showbiz. Okay, perfect.
0: So we will have that link on the podcast notes. So all you have to do is pop back over there and you can click on it directly and gain access. And I encourage you to download uh, Trisha's ebook. I have a few myself, and always learning incredible things that I would never have thought of before to really help me on my journey, so I encourage you guys to do that as well. And Trisha, again, just really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. You, I've learned so much and different things that we can do in learning how to move forward through fear and different challenges and really, Just taking those steps and saying yes is probably my favorite one that you talk about quite a bit and that you don't have to be afraid and you can learn as you go. So thank you again for sharing that with us. I really
1: appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. It's always a pleasure to talk with you.
0: I want to thank you for joining us today. Remember, there'll be a new podcast every Monday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Could you please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast? This is a crucial step in allowing our podcast to grow and get noticed. Simply click the iTunes link. I would very much appreciate your help and support on this. If you like what you hear, feel free to send us a tweet and share it with others. We are always wanting to hear from our audience. If you have any suggestions for guests you would like to hear from, please let me know and I will do my very best to have them on our show. If there's a specific challenge, fear, or obstacle that you would like covered, Let me know that as well, and I will find a guest who is willing to talk about it. Lastly, please make sure that you head on over to our website, igniteyourpurpose.ca forward slash podcast, where we have amazing free resources just for you. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter that will be full of great guest links and promotions that we'll be offering in the future. Until the next time, remember, keep working towards those dreams.